Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton. That's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com. Hear God's Word at Bethlehem.com or a podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Lord. We want to thank everyone who served God so faithfully this morning, those who served instead of someone else. We thank God for you. Amen. Amen. As always, we want to remind you of this building. It's not, you can't see it really well here in this light, but we have traces of it on the parking lot. We believe by faith that God is calling us to build. And as a result, we hold this vision before you every Sunday. To say that we must do what God would have us to do. Amen? Amen. Our theme for this year is getting it right. Getting it right. 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 17 says, For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first... What will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? So this year, we're wanting and desiring and planning to get it right. Amen? Amen. We're starting a new series this month. We're going to be talking about this month, getting it right in money. Getting it right in money. And I subtitled this sermon series this month, How to Be Blessed and Highly Favored. How to Be Blessed and Highly Favored. We're going to stand on Malachi 3, verse 10, all throughout this month. And it reads from the NASB, Bring the whole tithes into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house, And test me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will open the windows or open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing until it overflows. And if you want to be blessed and highly favored, I do say and desire that you will be blessed to the point that it overflows. Today's message is entitled, How to Be Blessed and Highly Favored, and we're going to look at Luke chapter 6, verse 8. Luke chapter 6, verse 8, would you please stand in reverence to the word of God, stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. Oh, you can do better than that. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. Or neighbor. neighbor. I'm going to stand on this word. Let's read this on three. One, two, three. 
together and run this over for the rest of Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Again, we're sharing a message entitled, How to Be Blessed and Highly Favored. How to Be Blessed and Highly Favored. This morning, we're going to talk on around three points as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about, on point number one, we're going to talk about ponying up for favor. We're going to talk about pouring down of favor. And we're going to talk about the portion control of favor. Uh, Ponying up of favor the pouring down of favor and the proportion control of favor. And we want Christians to know this morning that Christians can give to be as blessed as they want to be in favor. Christians can give to be as blessed as they want to be in favor. Most of you may or may not Uh, No, the Clark sisters, but the Clark sisters has a song that they sing entitled blessed and highly favored. The words of the song says he brought me through hard trials. He brought me through tribulation. Never let a day go by and not realize how not uh, been for if it had not been for the Lord on my side. Uh, they go on to say that my back was against the wall. He he looked for me. He heard my cry and rescued me. Uh, never let a day go by and not realize that we are blessed. The chorus of the, of the song may sound a little f- more familiar. Uh, don't take it for granted that we are here today. Just know that we are blessed And highly favored. Uh, Just know that we are blessed and highly favored. And many many times when we talk about and use that term, talking about being blessed and highly favored, uh, it's used loosely and we really don't know the way we should know how to be blessed and highly favored. It, it, it led to a young lady by the name of Laura uh, Crawford, and she wrote an article entitled, Are You Blessed and Highly Favored? She posed the question, Are You Blessed and Highly Favored? She said, If you want to be blessed and highly favored, you, you, you have to obey him. If you want to be blessed and highly favored, you have to have faith in him. If you want to be blessed and highly favored, you have to know him. If if you want to be blessed and highly favored, you have to wait on him. And if you truly want to be blessed and highly favored, you've got to put the kingdom of God first in your life. Say to your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, put him first to be blessed and highly favored. And and we're going to see just uh, one way today that you can be blessed and highly favored. And it's in the church. It's that four-letter word that many of us don't like to hear or to see. If you truly want to be blessed and highly favored, you have to give. Say to your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, if you want to be blessed, And highly favored, you have to give. You have to give. That four-letter word, I'm not making this up. It says, oh, on the point number one, ponying up uh, favor, give 
and it will be given to you. Hello, somebody. Oh, you don't hear about this on the television except, oh, many of those preachers on television, they'll tell you, if you want to be blessed and highly favored, you've got to give to my ministry. Hello, somebody. You've got to give to get this uh, uh, holy spring water. You've got to give to get this holy and sanctified tower. But if you truly want to be blessed and highly favored, you better learn to give uh, to God and God alone. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, give to God and God alone. Hello, somebody. That, that may help your giving because some folk don't like to give at the church because they may not like to preach or they may not like to deacons or they may not like to other members. So when they get mad at you, they stop giving. Hello, somebody. Or if they don't want to do what the church believes is God's vision for the church, they just simply won't give. Oh, but if you truly want to be blessed by God, you have to give. Hello somebody. Somebody in here. If I was supposed to question, if you truly want to be blessed and highly favored, most of us would raise our hands and say, yes, I want to be blessed and highly favored. Well, if you really, 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 really want to be blessed and highly favored, then you have to give. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, Oh, neighbor, I don't mean to curse you out by using this four-letter word, but you've got to give. Oh, touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, oh, neighbor, you got to give. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Deuteronomy 15.10 says, give generously to him and do not withhold uh, and do without a begrudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything that you put your hand to. If you want to be blessed, oh, and highly favored, if you want to be blessed in your career, then give to God. If you want to be blessed in everything you do, what you put your hands to, if you want to have the Midas touch, oh, we talk about the Midas touch. The Midas touch says that everything that you touch will turn to go. Oh, if you really want to have the Midas touch, then God says, oh, you've got to give to me. And when you give to me generously, when you give to me without a begrudging heart, when you give to me then and only then will I bless you. Oh, I'm going to bless you threefold in this text. I'll be blessed. And not only me, but the work that I do will be blessed. But not only that, but in everything you put your hands to, he's going to bless. Oh, and that's called being blessed and highly favored. Some folk up in here, oh, out there, use that word lightly. They say, if you ask them how you're doing, and they'll tell you I'm blessed and highly favored. Are you truly blessed and highly favored? Let me take a look at you. Oh, you don't look blessed. You got high blood pressure. You don't look blessed. Oh, but, 
Oh, and you ask him, oh, are you really blessed and highly favored? Oh, how's your career going? Oh, how's everything that you're doing going? Because God says that if you're blessed and highly favored, that he will bless you. Oh, you, yes, you. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor. You, yes, you. Oh, he'll bless you and he'll bless your work. How you doing at work? Are you going up? Oh, the latter. Many folk think, oh, that they have to know somebody to get up that corporate ladder. Oh, and they'll tell you it's not what you know, but uh, who you know. And they'll tell you that you've got to have a certain degree. Oh, and you got to go to the right schools. Oh, to be blessed at work. And I'm not telling you not to go to school. I'm not telling you, oh, that you don't know somebody, but what I am telling you that if you want to be blessed oh, in your career that God can bless you regardless of a degree or not, regardless of who you know or not. Hello, somebody God says in the text, if you give me, if you give to me, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless the work that you do and as a matter of fact I'm going to bless everything that you do oh I'm going to bless you at work and then when you come to church I'm going to bless your ministry I'm going to bless everything that you put your hands to because you decided to put me first you decided to show where your heart truly is oh and if you want to be blessed and highly favored you've got to pony up say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, you better pony up, up in here, up in here, because you want to be blessed and highly favored. Hello, somebody. Not only that, when you when you pony up, what happens is God will pour down the pour down of favor. Now, does this sound good or not? Oh, this text oh sounds good. And most of the time, we like to oh only read this part of the text and leave that four letter word out. But you've got to come to terms with that four letter word give. And when you start to give, God says this: They will pour. Oh, talking about your blessings they will pour into your lap a good measure press down shake it together and run it over hello somebody they will pour in your lap oh it sounds like that if you give to God God oh your blessings will overtake you hello somebody somebody said that God has the ability to bless you in the city he has the ability to bless you in the country well when you give to God oh guess what in modern day in kind of secular terms when you give to God guess what he'll make it rain on you hello somebody and you ain't got to be in a strip club hello somebody when you bless God when you give to God he'll make it rain he'll, he'll make it pour in your lap oh he, you won't be pouring and giving your money away he'll make it pour in your lap Oh, God's favor will find you in Jesus' name because you decided to put him first, because you decided to give to him. God's favor will find you in Jesus' name. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, God's favor will find you in Jesus' name. 
This text says literally that God would pour, pour it in and it says in good measure. I like that. In, in good measure. Hello somebody. Oh that means that God will be generous. Pressed down. Oh shake it together and running over. Have you, have you ever had oh an offering plate and the plate they kept giving so much that you had to press it down. Hello somebody had to press it down. Oh they had to shake it together to make more room for it and that's what God is saying oh when you give to him oh he's going you're going to have to make room oh for your blessing you're going to have to make room you're going to press it down oh you're going to shake it together you're going to have to make room say to your neighbor neighbor oh neighbor you better make room for your blessing hello somebody because God because you decided to give to God hello somebody Proverbs 11 uh, 24 says this there is one who, who who scatters and yet increase all the more and there is one who withhold what is justly due and yet its results only in want. Hello somebody. The generous man will be prosperous and he who waters will himself be watered. Hello somebody. That, 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 that means oh that as you give oh your, your money away to the things of God. Oh God says that your will increase but those who are stingy. Have you ever met somebody who was stingy? They won't give you nothing. Hello, somebody just stingy. They're holding everything oh, to and for themselves and they're stingy. God says stingy folk won't be blessed. Oh, folk who hold it back and won't give who won't give just that what is justly due. Hello, some I, I, I heard that, 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 that there was a preacher on television made national news was in a restaurant and I forget the percentage of the bill but they, they, they put the percentage of the bill that, that they were supposed to tip in the bill and, and I forgot what the percentage was but, but, but that preacher wrote on the bill that, 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 that she only gives God 10% why should I give you more Ooh. Hello, somebody. Yeah, I think it was like 18% for the, for the waiter. Uh, you give them 18%. That's justly do them. And she didn't know that that waitress would take a picture of that and put it on the internet and it would make national news where this preacher, this pastor, hello, somebody, didn't want to tip, didn't want to give justly. Hello, somebody. Talking about he gave or she gave God 10%. Why should she give it? Well, that's justly do them. Hello somebody. You need to give them what is justly do them. Hello somebody. And stop being stingy. Hello somebody. So uh, oh it's an out and right open shame. A secular folk and Christian folk are talking about how crazy uh, what they had done. Hello somebody. Because uh, she was withholding what was justly do. Hello somebody. God says that if you really want to be blessed, it says that you've got to scatter. 
because you can't outgive God. That's what the old folk used to say. You can't outgive God. Oh, you trust Him in giving. You can't outgive God because when you give, oh, it's going to be an increase of more. Oh, but when you don't give, hello, somebody. Oh, and we talk about that 10% to God. There's some Christian folk that don't want to give God 10%, a dime on every dollar, really, literally. That's God's minimum wage. Oh, you don't want to give God the minimum. Oh, and as a result, oh, they say, and I've heard it said many times before, oh, because you don't give and you withhold, oh, all and everything is breaking down in your household. Your car is breaking down because, oh, that Sunday the mechanic gave God his 10% and God said, hey, I'm going to break this person down and bless you because you wouldn't give your part, your your part, which was justly due. Hello, somebody. If, if you don't give, God will get it some kind of way. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But when you give, I, I like this text. He's going to pour it in your lap. A good measure. Hello, some. This is true prosperity preaching. Good measure. Press down. Shake it together and run it over. Oh, the King James says, when you, when you do that, he'll open the windows of heaven. The NIV says in the text in Malachi, it says that he will open the floodgates of heaven and let it rain. Hello, somebody. Somebody in here. Oh, want to be rich. Somebody in here want to make more money. Somebody in here, oh, want a new car and a new house. Oh, there's a single person in here may want to get married. Hello, somebody. But God can't do nothing for you because you won't trust him. Oh, you won't trust him in your giving. And then that's why the winners of heaven are shut up and you have more bills. Oh, then you have month. That's why, oh, the winners of heaven are shut. He can't pour nothing. To, he can't, oh, he can't pour it out in your lap. He can't measure it down. He can't shake it together. He can't let it run over because you won't give. Hello, somebody. So you better pony up if you want it to pour down in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I'm not making this stuff up. They won't, they won't, they won't tell you the real story on the television. I, I'm going to tell you the real story. And, and guess what? Here, here, guess what? Here, this last point portion control of favor portion control of favor this this last point uh, it says for by your standard of measure it will be measured to you uh, in return whoo wait a minute it says for by your standard of measure it will be it, it, it would be measured to you in return. You know, there's a lot of folk that, that, that get upset nowadays when, when we talk about giving a tenth part to the tithes. And they like to say, well, preacher, that's the Old Testament. Uh, that's the Old Testament. And, and we don't have to do that in the New Testament church. We can give what, you, what, what we want. Well, 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 you know, I like to say that that was the Old Testament's minimum wage, which means that God in the Old Testament, if you were to add it 
all up what, what they all had to give, the tithes and offerings. Uh, it really added up to be more like 22% of their income. And most folk who have a problem with a 10% giving uh, uh, and don't want to give God 10% usually are giving God less than 10%. As a matter of fact, I think Brother Bill uh, talked on this, uh, Deacon Bill, and he said, I think he said that the most Christians only give about 3% of their income. And, and guess what? You're only 3% blessed. Hello, somebody. You're, you're 3% blessed. Hello, somebody. And people like uh, Rick Warren. Rick Warren wrote, wrote the book, The Purpose Driven Life. Uh, now he gives uh, 90% of his income. He- Hello, somebody. Now, who do you think is going to be blessed? Uh, oh, beyond measure. And why do you think he has so many great opportunities? Uh, it's because uh, of his giving. Uh, oh, uh, Pastor Ricky McNeil always tells his church uh, that your giving uh, determines your living. Uh, uh, I'm going to say it here. Uh, uh, you're giving, you say. Oh, no, y'all don't, y'all don't sound like y'all really believe that. Come on now. Come on. You're giving. Oh, let me say that again. That's getting a little better. That's getting a little better. You're giving. You're giving. You're giving. Your giving determines your living because he says here, by the standard of measure, it will be measured to you. Uh, oh, it says really that you're going to reap what you sow. If you're giving only 3%, God has, uh, guess what, 97% of blessings of, of that window of heaven that's not open to you. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Wait a minute. Now, we wouldn't accept that standard nowhere else. If you said that... Uh, that, 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 that you could have 3% or you could have 90%, 97%. Most of us want the 97%. Hello, somebody. So, so if we really want to be blessed and you have a problem with giving God a tenth point, part, then why don't you just give him more? Hello, somebody. You got a problem giving your tithes? Okay, then give him more. Because nine times out of ten, that person that has a problem with the ten-part giving is giving less and not more. Ooh, that's deep, that's deep. But the Bible says here, this portion control of favor. If you want to be blessed and highly favored, uh, guess what this text says in, in, in the New Testament, Second Corinthians 9, 6, and 7. Now this I say, guess what? He who sows sparingly, will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. For each one must do just as he had purpose in his heart. Guess what? Not begrudgingly or under compulsion for the Lord loves a cheerful giver. And you need to say, well, preacher, how, how can I determine how much I give to God? I, I usually tell folk, how much can you give without begrudging? Hello, somebody. <laughs> and then you think of that, okay, you think of that number, and then, and then usually that number is pretty low. Hello, somebody. And then you ask them, okay, uh, how much can you give without begrudging? It's a, it's a low number. Now, how much do you want to be blessed? Hello, somebody. The number usually will get higher and folk won't allow their emotions to get in the way with their blessings from God. Whoo, I said something deep. Don't allow your emotions just because you can't understand how you're going to get it back. 
Hello, somebody. I I don't understand how I can give away 10% or more of my income and get it back. It's a faith thing. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, poor neighbor. It's a faith thing. It's a faith thing. You can't give to God without having faith in God. As a matter of fact, you must believe that he is and a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Hello, somebody. That's the definition of faith. And many folk say they have faith, but you look at how much they're given and you looks like they have, don't have faith. Look like they ain't saved. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. If I love the Lord, he he can get all that I have. Hello, somebody. And I tell people this sometimes. Sometimes he don't ask for 10 percent. Sometimes he want it all like those blessings that you get that you that you didn't plan for. And sometimes God will lead you just. I can remember I I did this. I got a check. I think it was like a check for three hundred something dollars and had got a a letter in the mail of a young lady that wanted to go to Africa. A friend of mine wanted to go to Africa. And I and I thought, well, this money ain't mine. This money is hers to go to Africa on a mission trip. Hello, somebody. Because God, he, he wants really, he wants it all. Hello, somebody. It's not a proportion, really. He, he wants everything. Hello, somebody. That's what Christians, modern day Christians don't realize. God wants everything. He, he wants you to hold your life open, wide open. Uh, the story is told about that monkey uh, uh, that, 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 that had a piece of banana in the, in, the, in, in the vase and he put his hand down in there and, 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 and he wanted that piece of banana but his hand got stuck and he couldn't, he couldn't get loose. He couldn't get loose because he was holding on that banana and, 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 it's, and it's an illustration about how a lot of times we can't be blessed because we won't let our finances go. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God says he'll bless you. Hello, somebody. God says you can be as blessed as you want to be. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, you can be as blessed as you want to be. Slap your neighbor. I said, no, don't slap him. Don't slap him. <laughs> Let him know that you can be blessed as you want to be. Because you can give as much as you want to give. For by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. For the one who do not uh, do just as he has purpose in his heart uh, without begrudging, or under compulsion, the Lord loves a cheerful giver. God will give you more than you need when you decide to give him more than he needs. God will bless you. This is true prosperity preaching. If you want to be blessed by the Lord, if you want a new car, instead of going out and going in debt, maybe you ought to tithe on that new car. If you want a new house, oh, maybe you ought to go out and say, God, I'm going to tie on this house and believe by faith that you're going to make it possible. I'm going to give you more because I believe 
believe Lord that you can bless me with more the preacher said I can be as blessed as I want to be and I'm going to be oh like Rick Warren I'm going to be like oh J.C. Penney's was another man oh who lived off of 90% of his income oh he gave to the Lord and lived off 10% and he was as blessed as he wanted to be somebody in here oh you better oh decide to truly be blessed and highly favored and take God at his word and give oh don't give to the person on the television that's trying to give you get some spring water don't give to the person on the television that's trying to get you to buy a holy towel don't give oh to that preacher who's going to take your money and buy him a yacht or a helicopter you better give to your local church oh but your local church is symbolic of who God is and you give to God through your local church and when you give don't be concerned about oh what they doing with it give it from your heart because when you give it from your heart guess what oh then windows will begin to open to you oh God will then begin to bless you with a new car God will begin to bless you with a new job God will begin to bless you with a mate for that single God will begin to bless you because you took him at his words you took him you didn't believe what the preacher said but you saw it in the book today for yourself in a message entitled how to be blessed and highly favored you studied it for yourself it's not something that the preacher man made up it's not something that the preacher said but Luke chapter 6 verse 38 it said to me today to give and it will be given to me it said today the day that, that, that it will pour in my lap hello somebody if I was a woman I'd give to God and take the purse off my lap oh if I was a woman I'd give to God and not let a child be on my lap because I'm expecting God to bless me old folk used to say when your hands began to itch oh that you're gonna get a blessing oh but I like to say when your hand begins to give oh then you can expect a blessing because there's a lot of saints here today that have itching hands but they won't give one dime they won't give one dollar oh the Bible says that if you try him in this area oh it's going to come to your lap it's going to be pressed down it's going to be shaken together it's going to run over hello somebody I need a blessing this morning I need to try God at it this morning and I need to get happy and I need to get happy over this offering plate because I can sit up here and praise God all the time and raise my one hand but won't ever give to the Lord and I won't be blessed that way but when I learn to truly worship God when I learn to truly give to God I can raise a hand and with that same hand I can go in my wallet bypass a dollar bypass 
extra $2, bypass $5, bypass a 20, and then start to give some hundreds up in here, up in here, because if I believe that God's going to bless me on a hundred, oh, I think that's a good investment in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I want a blessing today. Is there anybody else here that want a blessing? If you want a blessing, raise your hand. If you want a double portion, raise both hands. Oh, but after you finish raising your hand and praising the Lord, start giving with two hands. Hello, somebody. Start giving with two hands. If you only give 3%, add three more percent to it. If you only give 10%, add 10 more percent to it. If you only give 20%, add 20 more percent to it. And try God at it. I said try God at it. Oh, he wants to open up the windows of heaven. He wants to bless you with all that you want. And he also wants to bless you with what you don't even need. But you've got to delight yourself in the Lord. And then, and only then, will he give you the desires of your heart. Oh, delight yourself in giving. Hello, somebody. I said something. Don't miss it. God loves a cheerful giver. And that Bible text says that the Lord, oh, will go delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. Delight. Hello, somebody. And a cheerful giver. Hello, somebody. Go together. And when you learn to do that, then you can truly be blessed and highly favored. Folk will look at you and say, wait a minute. Don't they work over there? But why are they bypassing the hood and living in the new house? Oh, wait a minute. Wasn't she single last year? Now she got a husband and having more children. Wait a minute. Oh, because you took God at his word. If you want to be blessed and highly favored, you've got to give to the Lord. Somebody up in here ought to praise the Lord. I said, somebody up in here ought to praise him right now. I know what I need to do to get my breakthrough. Somebody ought to praise him right now. I know what I'm going to do. God has told me and he's going to bless me. My blessings are going to find me out. Oh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God wants oh, to open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings. But before he does, you better use your hands and give to God in Jesus' name. Give God a hand clap of praise up in here, up in here. I said give God a hand clap of praise up in here, up in here. I said give God a hand clap of praise up in here, up in here. If I was in some churches right now, folk would be just running up to the altar throwing money on the altar. You ain't got to do that, but you need to give to the Lord. Hello, somebody. I said you need to give to the Lord. Hello, somebody. I said you need to give to the Lord because you believe. I said you believe. You believe. Oh, yeah. I said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In Jesus' name. All eyes closed, heads bowed. Deacons, will you come? I'm so glad.
that Jesus Christ gave it all. When it was time for the offering, he didn't reach in his wallet. He, he laid his whole life before the altar. He gave God everything. Hello, somebody. I said he gave God everything. He left that garden of Gethsemane after praying and saying, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. He went and he was crucified. They mocked him. They scorned him. They beat him. They put a crown of thorn on his head and, and they led him through the streets of Jerusalem because he was willing to pay it all. He carried that cross ended up at that hill called Golgotha. They nailed him on that cross and Jesus gave it all. On that cross, they couldn't take his life away. Hello, somebody. Just like God won't take your money away, you've got to give it. And he gave his life away. Gave up the ghost and he died. After he died, they took his body off the cross and they laid him in a borrowed tomb. Because he would lay there the first day, he would lay there the second day. But the Bible tells us that he rose again early on a Sunday morning. He got up right early, the old preachers would say, early that Sunday morning. And he got up with all power in his hands because he gave God everything. And God gave it back. Hello, somebody. He raised again. As you're here today and do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we're asking you to accept this sacrifice, this payment for your relationship with God. Because if you can believe that, that Jesus was the Son of God and that he died and was buried on the third day and got up with all power in his hands, then today... You can get your life right with Jesus Christ. Slip out of your seats right now. Slip out of your seat right now. What's Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and 
rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. Love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Weeton, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.hearGodsWordAtBethlehem.com and you can hear it, uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.hearGodsWordAtBethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, 
If God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, State of the Arts, build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.